Sukkah daf tezayin six lines from the bottom of tezvavam beis oy baruch hasamita. The Mishnah stated if you are mesachich with the side of a bed, meaning the side of the frame of the bed on which the mattress would rest, and the Mishnah said in yesh revach beinam kemaisam then kshera. The sukkah would be kosher if you left enough space between these boards and you added tzach kosher. So we see from the Mishnah that baruch hasamita are really tzach pasul, but lechera since it's not a kli, as at this point it's disassembled from a bed, so it's not mekabel tuma. It's actually a it creates, and therefore it should be kosha. So the Gemara says, Let's say that this is going to be a riot to the shita of Ami Batavumi, the Umra of Ami Batavumi, because of Ami Batavumi stated, that if someone goes and makes schach out of worn out clothing, and these clothing were linen or cotton, and therefore they could do like kaka, and generally they should be makabotoma. However, of course, to be considered a beggar, it has to be a certain size. And we'll see later on that the size to be considered a beggar that could be makabotoma is a Shear of three etzbais by three etzbais, which could be used at least as a patch. However, this schach you were using out of worn out kalim, which weren't even the shear of three etzbais by three etzbais. Still, Rabbi Batavyumi said that it's still going to be puzzle as schach, and this, of course, only Midrabana, as Rashi points out, the Avagav Rashi says, the Hashtalim Makabotumah, even though at this point they're less than three etzbais by three etzbais, and therefore, of course, they can't be Makabotumah. Kivan the Makli also, since originally came from Makli, therefore, Gazar Rabbanan, Rabbanan made exerted, you can't use it as schach, and therefore, that's also Pshad on Mishnah. That Ruchas Nami Rashi says, Hashtalay Makabal Tumma, Enechanami right now, they're not a Kli, and therefore they can't be Makabal Tumma, because they're not really rife or anything. Alamiklik also, since they came from a bed originally, therefore they're still going to be puzzled as Chach. But the Gemara says it's not a Rife on Mishnah to the memory of Ami Batavyumi, because our Mishnah is Kid Amr Abchana Amrav, just like Rabchana says in the name of Rav in another place, which we'll see in a moment, Barucha Oshteb Kraim and Bixar Oshteb Kraim, Hachinami Barucha Oshteb Kraim, Bixar Oshteb Kraim. We have no right to Rabbi Ami Batavyumi because in our Mishnah we aren't discussing case when he was Masachik only with the side of the bed. Because in a Chinam, if you'd be Masachik with the side of the bed, that would actually be Schach Kosha because it's not Makabal Tumah. But we're actually discussing where the side of the bed was still attached to two of its legs and therefore it's still considered a Kli and that's why it was Makabal Tumah. Either the long side of the bed and its two attached legs or the short of the side of the bed, meaning near the headboard and the foot of the bed and its two legs. And the Gemara will explain in a moment on Tazayinam and Aleph, actually what usage you could use that for also. L'chari, that should also be considered Pshuti Kli'etz and there's no usage for that. But the Gemara now just points out where do we find this dinner of Rabchanan Amrav? Hecha Itmad Rabchanan Amrav. Where do we find the dinner of Rabchanan Amrav? Ahadatan on the following Mishnah. And this Mishnah is in Mesech Kalim and we turned up Tazayin Amin Aleph and the Mishnah brings the Machlech is relevant to a bed and the Mishnah states Mita Metam Chavila or Metar Chavila Div Rebbe Lezer. Rebbe Lezer holds that when you have a bed it's only going to be Metame only when it's a complete bed. But if the bed is disassembled and now you only have a section of the bed, that can't be makabal tumma because it's not a kli. And the same did apply that you can only be matar when it's a full bed and then you can put it into the mikvah complete. However, if it falls apart or if it's disassembled and you place it into the mikvah, it would not get tired and you would have to rebuild it and then place it in the mikvah. However, that it could be matama even as parts and as sections and it could also be matar and you can place it in the mikvah even as sections. So the Gemara is, my new. How could it be they had sections of a bed and still the Chum say it's mitami, l'chayr, it's only pshut ekliyates and therefore it shouldn't be makabal tumah. On that, Amr Abchadam Amr Rav, this is weird, Abchadam said in the name of Rav, Aruchu Shtei Kraim and Ketzara Shtei Kraim. Either we're talking about the longer part of the bed with its two legs or we're talking about the shorter part of the bed and its two legs. The Gemara says, Lamai Chazio, Lamaisa in the Chanami have this long piece of the bed and the two legs but l'chayr, it's still not useful and therefore it should still have a din of pshut ekliyates and the din should be that's not mitami. On that, the Gemara 
says, The sideboards and the two legs of a bed actually have a use, and that use is because you could take that board and you could actually place it in an area which is at a certain distance away from a wall, which would give a person enough room to sit on, and then you'd actually take straps or ropes and tie ropes and form an area where a person could sit. And we know Benegea, certain Tumas, like Tumas which is Zav Zav and Nido the din is that by sitting on something or by laying on something, it is Mitame, and therefore, since it's right for Tumas Medris, therefore, it is considered a Kli, and that's where we find this din of Rab Khan Amarab. And in our mission as well, by Rucha Samita, the case is where it was something which was Kabbal Tumba because you had the actual sideboard and its two legs, which again is right for a case where you're going to be Ashley. And the Gemara continues, Gufa, we just learned, that if you misach it with worn out clothing, that it's possible for schach midrabonan. What are we referring to? We're talking about patches that don't even have a share of three at spice by three at spice. Because this piece of material is not right to be used, not by wealthy people, of course, and not even by poor people that will use patches that's so small that they're also going to throw it away, and therefore that can't be considered a beggar, and therefore it's not makabotumah. But even though it's actually not makabotumah, we still say that it's still going to be possible for a sukkah and to be masachic with it midra banan because originally it was able to be makabal tumor. The Gemara continues, Tani Kavasi Rav Ami Batavyumi, but Lamaisa, we have a brisa that's exactly like Rav Ami Batavyumi because we have a brisa that talks about mats. Now, mats are makabal tumor if it's six tvachim by six tvachim because that's roi and that's the normal size of a mat. And therefore, Machzel Shal Shifa Vishalgami, if you have mats that are made out of reeds or algae, and now Shira, if you have remnants of it where originally it was six by six and now it got smaller, even though now it's smaller than the shear of six by six tfachim, we still can't use it as chach because exactly like I said before, since originally they were considered a kli and therefore they were makabal therefore they were possible for schach midraisa, therefore midrabana we say that even though now they're smaller than the shear, the din is that's still going to be possible for schach. And the brisa continues, if you have reed mats, if they're very large, but then you could use them for schach because even though if it's more medium sized, the din is that you can't use a peschach because it's a kli and it's considered a mat and therefore it's mikabal tumor. However, if it's very large, therefore the only reason why you made it is stumble or sikuch and therefore it's not going to be mikabal tumor. And the Gemara says, katana However, if it's small, then you can't use a peschach as we explained because it's going to be mikabal tumor. holds that no matter what, even if you have a large reed mat, that it's going to be mikabal tumor and therefore you can't use a peschach. As Rashi says, that kasava stumble l'shriba and therefore of a kli, it's considered a kli. Now, although at the beginning of our sugi we said that our mission is not necessarily right to Rab Ami Batavyumi, because when it said Aruchas Amita, could be talking about the sideboard that's connected to the legs of the bed still. However, at this point in the Gemara that we had a Tanya Namihaki, therefore we paskin like Rab Ami Batavyumi, and therefore in our Mishnah, when we say the words Aruchas Amita, it's actually just talking about the side of the bed, even without its legs, because since it was Mikabatoma originally, therefore Midrabana is still going to be Asa and Pasal to use as Schach. The Gemara continues our Mishnah, we said, Achaita Begadish, if Someone hollows out a haystack, and we said there's a problem over there because it's tasa blame and asli. So Rav Huna, Rav Huna goes and explains our Mishnah and says, Shon, the only time we said that there's a psal of tasa blame and asli, elish in sham chalal tafak b'meshach shiva. Only if when you built this actual haystack, you actually didn't leave any space, and there wasn't even a space of a tafak, and therefore none of this haystack could be considered schach, and therefore we'd have a problem tasa blame and asli because by now hollowing it out and pulling out the straw, you're creating the schach by pulling out and not by placing the schach on top, as we explained. 
Bahrez Sukkah. Since we know that if someone has the tefach of space and he places some sort of an oil on top of it, it forms an oil and therefore Benigayat Tumas Mace, it would spread that tumma and the tumma would actually not go through the top covering. So therefore Benigayat Sukkah also, as long as you had some sort of a space of a tefach, so when you built this Gaddish, for example, you made sure that there was some space within the Gaddish somehow by maneuvering the hay, you formed a void at the bottom of the haystack that actually created a space that was seven by seven tefach, which is the minimum size of a sukkah, like Beishamit, because Rosh Hashanah of Shulchan, and that's the way we paskin. And you also made sure that there was space of a tefach above it. And this also could happen, of course, if you think about it, that you actually took the haystack and you placed it over a hole in the ground that was a tefach high. And Rav Huna teaches us that in that scenario, the actual sukkah would be kosher. What you would have to do, of course, is now you'd have to be chaytid begadish. You'd have to remove the rest of the part of the haystack up to ten tefachim, and therefore you'll have now walls up to ten tefachim, and it will be kosher. Now, why is this kosher? You didn't have this schach there before. And Rashi explains that all you have been sacking over here is you made walls. The Tfanis, we don't say, because that's like a sukkah, that we know that for sure is kosher, and there's no problem with tasvalim and asui. And even though the schach at the top of this pile was not something which was able to be seen from inside the sukkah, because the schach that was only a tefach high was at the bottom, and now I actually removed all the schach up to 10 tefachim, that actually is not a problem, because we need to look at all of the schach that's above the tefach, that's empty space, as schach. And therefore, you had an area where you had a very large amount of schach and very thick schach. And now I'm just thinning out and pulling out another nine tefachim of schach. And then whatever's above that was always there and was always schach. And that was not a problem of tassel and also because it was part of the oil that was formed, which you originally created l'shem an oil. And therefore, now the entire space is considered that you made it as an oil. And that's not a problem of tassel and also The Ritva actually points it out over here that not only do you have to make it with Shem oil originally, you even had to do that with Shem tzel, as otherwise it wouldn't have a Shem schach either. Others disagree with the Ritva, and so is Mashba and Rashi. Now Rashi actually say, when you're actually pulling out the actual hay from this haystack, you would actually be going from the bottom to the top, but the Rana actually has a gears in Rashi that it's going which means that you're starting to hollow it up out from the top going downwards, which means at the top you had an area of schach, then you had a space, and then you had filled up an area of a haystack, and you're removing that part. So therefore, according to the round, it actually would come out in Shittas Rashi that the schach that originally was formed all the way at the top is actually the schach that you're going to use for your sukkah. And therefore, of course, that's not a problem with Tassel and Rasui because now you're hollowing out everything under that. And therefore, Lechari will be in Bezier and Afkamina between the way we learn Rashi and the way the Ran learns Rashi. And the Gemara continues, that's Muchach like Rav Huna from the following Brisa because there's a Brisa that says, Achaydi Begadish, last way sukkah, raise a sukkah that is a valid sukkah. But not an Amish that we just said is in a sukkah. It must be it must be that you have to make enough gemina between how you actually were chayt begadish. If there was a space of a chalal tefach, then the din would be it would be a sukkah. And if there wasn't a space of chalal tefach, then it would not be a valid sukkah, as we explained. And ikad rabbi some learned the previous sugya that Rav Huna didn't say a vart, but he actually asked a question based on the mishnah and the brisa. Tanan we learned our mishnah chayt begadish last way sukkah in a sukkah. But Tanan we have the brisa we just brought down harezu sukkah. So on Rav Huna on that Rav Huna actually said loikasha. It must be in order to explain the mishnah and the brisa. In the Bryson, where it's going to be a valid sukkah is when there was chalal tefach and you had a seven by seven area. And in our Mishnah, we're talking about where you had a completely solid haystack and therefore there was no space of a chalal tefach and that's why you never formed oil and there's a problem of tasvah menasi and that's why it's possible. And we continue with our Mishnah. If someone's making and constructing walls and he's going from top to the bottom, and of course we know that every daifin has to be ten tefachim high. So in the if the wall ends at a point that's of 
three tefachim above the ground, then the sukkah would be puzzled, as Rashi says, because that's the size, that a goat could fit easily through this area, and therefore that's considered a puzzle wall. But if you have a wall that's ten tefachim high, and it just reaches the point which is within three tefachim to the ground, then we would say love it, and therefore that sukkah would be kasha. However, if you're building the wall and you start on the bottom right by the ground, and you go upwards, and now you get to the point of being ten tefachim in if the wall would be ten tefachim, it would be kasha. Now, of course, if you have a wall that's ten tefachim, it's kasha. What's saying over here is that even though the schach, for example, is at a point that's twenty tefachim high, and therefore between the actual schach and where the wall starts, you have ten tefachim an open ear. The din is that it's still kasha because we use this concept of good asking mechitza that mechitzas. Once you have a shame of a mechitza, then it goes up all the way to shemayim, and that's why this doif is kasha because now, based on the halacha concept of good asking mechitza, which is, of course halacha may be seen so we look at it as there's no space and the actual mechitza is right next to the schach. However, just like we said that the concept of good asa mechitza and the wall would go upwards, also when you have a mechitza which is 10 tefachim, even if that wall doesn't reach the ground and it's above 3 tefachim off the ground and therefore there's a sheer k'deish yizdaqah Rabbi does hold that we still say good achitz mechitza and the halach l'meshimisina would still apply even where there's a mechitza tliya, even if it's a suspended mechitza and we would consider it that goes all the way to the ground, and therefore there is no space towards the ground. And the Gemara now says, What's the machlegs between Rabbi and the Tanakama? As we just explained, Rabbi holds that we say good aches even by a even by a suspended mechitzah. However, the Tanakama holds that when you have a suspended mechitzah that's above three tefachim off the ground, and therefore the din is that we don't say good aches mechitzah, and therefore the sukkah would be puzzled. Now, let's just keep in mind that the din of good aches mechitzah is so the Archlonan just points out that according to Tanakama, of course they hold in the concept of good aches bechitzda, but the Tanakama just says we can't apply it when it's going on the bottom of a wall because over there we have a problem that a gedi could actually fit under there, and therefore we can't even say there's halacha bechitzda over there. However, if let's say you have a sukkah where you have on the bottom three or four tefachim of a wall, and then on top of that you have space of five tefachim, and then you have another ten tefachim of a wall, and that's where the schach is, we would say that good aches bechitzda. And therefore, the wall now attaches to the bottom piece of the wall because over there the gadi can't get through it because the space is not at the bottom near the floor; it's somewhere between and in between the wall. And certainly, in that case, the Rabbanon and Tanakama do agree that we would say good aches bechitzlo, which of course is Allah l'meishem Sinai. On that, the Gemara continues. Tanhasim, we learned over there in Masechtas Erevin, Bar Shabin Shtei Chatzeres, Eimim Malim and Bishabbos. If there's a water pit between two chatzeres and people do not have an air over there, then both sides of the wall cannot use any part of the water because since half of the water is in one side, half of the water is in the other, and they mix together, therefore by taking some water from this water pit, you're going to be taking water from the other side on Shabbos, and Midrabon and Yinala carry there. Unless you make an actual mechitza, not a mechitza that's actually surrounding these chatzeres, but you need to create an actual new mechitza that's going to be ten tefachim high, and Tanakama says you could place this new mechitza within the water pit, either close to the water, or you could place it right by the lip of the Water pit. But Rav Shimon Gamliel, Amen. We turn to Dr. Tzayin on the base, and he says there's actually machlekes between Beisham and Beisol. Beisham and Oyim Malam. Beisham says that the mechitza could either be on the bottom near the water, or it could be by the oigin by the actual rim of the bar. Or Beisol Oyim Mato. Beisol says specifically it has to be close to the water. Now keep in mind, both according to Tanakama and according to Rav Shimon Gamliel, no matter what, we have to make this mechitza within the water pit and not above it, and can't use the actual mechitza that was between the two different houses in this chatzah. But on Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says. That 
this mechitz that you're making doesn't have to be inside a pit because as long as the two different houses have a actual wall and a mechitza going between the two different areas and it actually splits between this bar, then there would be, that would be a good enough mechitza even if you didn't make it specifically for the water because even though it's a mechitza tuya, we're going to look at that mechitza as if it goes down all the way into the water because Rabbi Huda argues on Tanakam and Rabbi Leo and he holds it, we say, good achas mechitza even though it's a mechitza tuya. On that, Amr Abbachan, Amr Abbachan, Rabbi Huda, Beshitus, Rabbi Yesi, Amr, the Amr mechitza tuya matars. Rabbi Huda is going with the shita of Rabbi Yesi that he holds mechitza tuya matars as we just explained because we're going to say good achas. But the Gemara says, Vilei, it's not necessarily true. Loi Rabbi Huda, Savlak Rabbi Yesi. Really, Rabbi Huda that's discussing Hilchas Shabbos and Hilchas Erevin doesn't hold like the din of Rabbi Yesi b'negeis sukkah. Vilei Rabbi Yesi, Savlak Rabbi Yehuda, and it could be that Rabbi Yesi says we say good achas mechitza even when you have mechitza tuya doesn't hold like Rabbi Huda because Rabbi Yesi is talking about sukkah and Rabbi Huda is talking about Shabbos. And the Gemara explains it. Loi Rabbi Huda, Savlak Rabbi Yesi. Rabbi Huda doesn't necessarily hold like Rabbi Yesi because I can't like Rabbi Huda Hasam. Rabbi Huda only says his din over there. El Beiruv Chatzayis to Rabbanon. The only issue over there was a potential of Beiruv Chatzayis, which is only to Rabbanon to din because you're going to draw water out of the side of the bar that belongs to your friend's chatzah, which is a Rishis Yachid, into your Rishis Yachid. And there's no Issa Deraisa to carry from one Rishis Yachid to Rishis Yachid. And therefore, since it's Rabbanon, we're going to say, good Achis Mechitzah, even though it's a Mechitzah Tliya. Aval Hachas Sukha Deraisa like, but an Amishnah relevant to the din of Rabbi Yesi, since it's the din Deraisa, it's a Mitzvah Deraisa of Sukha, maybe Rabbi Yehuda would not have a Kula available and would not allow you to use the concept of good Achis Mechitzah when you have a Mechitzah Tliya. Below Rabbi Yesi, Savlak Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yesi doesn't necessarily hold like Rabbi Yehuda because I can't like Rabbi Yesi Hacha. Rabbi Yesi over here only says din el besukkah the mitzvah say by the sukkah which is a mitzvah say, and therefore he said we're going to be mekel because it's only a mitzvah say. Our Shabbos the iskila loy, but with the Shabbos we had so much more chomer that this iskila we're not going to say it. Now Rashi points out, of course, over here it's not actually malacha deraisa, but since the malacha deraisa there's an iskila machmir we're going to be machma afil b'mid rabban the ispa even with the gei erevin where there's actually no iskila, but we're still going to be machma and we're not going to allow you to take the kula of saying good aches when you have a mechitza tuya. Now the Gemara just points out, we just said, according to Rabbi Yesi, he doesn't say this din, but the gay hilchah Shabbos, and but the gay hilchah Shabbos, we would not say that we, by a mechitza tuya, that we could say good aches mechitza. So for the Gemara, according to this, we know Rabbi Yesi was the Rav in he was the Rosh Hashiva, and on Shabbos there was this story, and they actually would matter them to use a mechitza tuya, and use the concept of good aches mechitza. And if you just told me that Rabbi Yesi doesn't hold of it, but the gay Shabbos, then how could they matter over there? The Gemara says, loyal pi Rabbi Yesi, it wasn't up here, Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yesi already was Nifta, El Api, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yesi, it was actually the son of Rabbi Yesi, and he held like Rabbi Huda that even by Mechitza Tuya on Shabbos, we would still use the concept of good Achas Mechitza. So, my Maisa, what was the story? When Abdimi came, he said, that there was one time that we forgot, and we didn't bring a Savitari from Ere Shabbos. Rashi says that he used to keep the Savitari in people's houses because they were scared that Goyim would come to their shuls and destroy their Savitari. And the next day, they needed to bring the Savitari to the shul, but they actually either, like Rashi, says, in an area where you needed an area of Chatzeris, or we needed a Shtufa Mavais. In order to be able to bring the Sefer to Shul, Lamach, the next day, Pierce said, you know, Agabi HaMudim, the view of Sefer of Karabai, they actually spread out sheets that they placed on pillars, and then they brought the Sefer to Shul, and they were able to read from it. And the Gemara is, Pierce Sakadaita, could you say that they actually went and brought new sheets and spread it out, Mehechel Avim, Bishabbos, where they bring them from a Shabbos you weren't allowed to carry? Elod, the Gemara says, it must be Matsu Sadin, Pusal Agabi HaMudim, the view of Sefer of Karabai, they actually found sheets that were spread out on these pillars, and therefore they were able to bring the Sefer Torah and read from it. Now, what's the Chiddush on that? L'chera, if they already had sheets there, then it was a Mechitza. So L'chera, that's how we know that these sheets were actually not all the way to the ground, and that is actually the Chiddush over here, that even though the sheets didn't reach the ground, and they were Mechitza Tluya, that we still mattered to carry the Sefer Torah, 
based on good Achaz Mechitzah, and therefore, like we said, this can't be Rabbi Yisi Shita, but it's going like Rabbi Yishmo, Rabbi Yisi, his son, that held the Shita of Rabbi Yudha, that we still say good Achaz Mechitzah, even with his Mechitzah Tluya on Shabbos. And the Gemara continues, Rabbi Chisot says, If you have a mat that's four Tfachim and a little bit, you can be mat to the walls of a Sukkah with only four Tfachim and a little bit. Hechi Abed, what will you do? You take it and hang it in the middle, and it's within three Tfachim to the ground, and therefore, from that point, you're going to say Lovid, and therefore it will work that it's considered all the way to the ground. And then you leave it three Tfachim towards the Schach, and anything that's less than three is Lovid, and therefore you say Lovid at the bottom as well as Lovid at the top, and now you have ten Tfachim. You have four and a little bit, plus a little bit less than three, plus three, which gives you ten Tfachim. Of course, we say Lovid, that's a Halachomesh Bissinai, and that Gemara says, you might think, maybe says you can use love once in order to make a mechitza, but in order to make a mechitza and use love the concept of love twice, maybe you can't do that. That we could do that as well. We have a price that says if you have a mat that's seven tvachim and a little bit, that's going to be matter in the sukkah as a wall. So, why does the price have to say that you need seven a little bit? All we said that we need is four and a little bit. And the Gemara says, that price is talking about a very tall sukkah. And since it's a tall sukkah, therefore, if you only had four and a little bit, you wouldn't be able to say lovid because either you're going to be too far from the schach because you're going to be more than three tvachim, or you're going to be too far from the floor and you're going to be more than three tvachim. And therefore, you're going to need a wall that's seven and a little bit in order to be machshir the sukkah. Now, if this wall that's seven and a little bit is going to be close to the floor and it's going to be within three tvachim to the floor and therefore you're going to say lovid, then that's not a chedesh either because then you have a wall that's ten tvachim and then, of course, you're going to say good asik towards the top, towards the schach, and you'll be able to create an area that closes up the gap towards the schach based on Nalach Meshim and of good Asik, and that's not either a Chiddush. So the Gemara therefore continues and says, the Chiddush over here has to be, that the case is, you take that Mechitza, which is seven a little bit, you put it within three Tvachim to the actual schach, and therefore you say, Lord, and now you have a wall that's ten Tvachim, but there's still an issue because that wall is way above the ground. And since it's way above the ground, we should say the concept of good Achis Mechitza because it's Mechitza Tluya. The Chiddush of the Brisa is Gufa, like Rabbi Yesi, that we say the kind of good aches mechitzah, even when there's a mechitzah tuya. And the Gemara continues. Up until this point, we were talking about mechitzahs as far as the height and the walls of the sukkah. Now we're going to be talking about mechitzahs dealing with the width of the sukkah. And as we know, we paskin that we need zayin by zayin in order to make a sukkah. So Amar Babi pasavo mashu. If you have a board that's four tefachim and a little bit matter besukkah mishum daifin. Now that's going to be a good enough wall in order to be considered daifin for a sukkah because it's going to be considered seven tefachim. Umukum law. How do you get this to work? Because you place that wall, you place it within three tvachim to the next wall of the sukkah, we say the kind of love it, and therefore now we have a wall that's seven tvachim long, and that works. And the Gemara asks, my Kamashwan, what's the great Kiddush? Of course we say love it, and that Gemara answers, that the smallest and the minimum size of a sukkah has to be Zion al Zion, because we would pass on Beishamai, that you need Roshiv Rubai, and we will stop over here.